It's time for the True Sports Card Show. The only one-hour radio show that keeps you the very latest in sports memorabilia news from around the world. Here are your hosts, industry expert Imran Pilati and Sacktown Sports 49ers insider Emil Fragoso. Good morning, everybody. It's Emery along with my partner, Emil Fragoso. He's back in studio. I'm back. He's back. He's, he was out on assignment running around. And we also have Nate behind the window. I'm so happy to have the guys back with me. Not that I don't like Chris. He's amazing. But I'm just saying that my, my crew's back. So we got we got the boys Nate's back Nate's your preferred happy to be choice. Here. Yeah. You two were running around last week at Levi Stadium. Hectic. Having a good time. It was hectic. Yeah. It was stressful. I lost five years of my life. In that <laughs> I don't game. know about having a good time. Nate did not have a good time. Nate did it not was have a stressful. Good time. Okay, as journalists, because yes. that's what you are, uh-huh. do you get as excited? Uh, can, can you temper yourself, or do you, are you guys going nuts and screaming and going crazy? I temper myself. Nate Nate had to be held back for a second, but he, he was good. He was good. Was the interception the issue? Which one? Uh, well, the one that Love threw. I mean, was, at the end. Yeah, where you guys like? Honestly, so we we were actually fine. Niners PR, their social team went berserk. They were when that crazy, happened. which was like which is a no no because it's a media room. It's supposed to be quiet. Um, I will say I removed myself from the media for about an hour and a half. I I couldn't watch from like the um halfway through the third until literally the end of the game until I would check in with Emil a couple times. Come on. I swear. No, he's being Dude, honest. I couldn't. Yeah. I'm such a fan like I just couldn't it's so uncomfortable sitting there in like a business setting having to watch this game yeah. quietly with your arms folded. Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It was so difficult. So I I just I went away and I had to just kind of watch uh, from a different cuz I couldn't do any work while I'm doing that. Like Yeah. I'm all I'm You'd doing is doing fake it. work, right? Holding a pen but not writing anything, Bro. just staring at the, the Yeah. It the, didn't matter. The vibes <laughs> were not immaculate that I mean. No, let's people be were pissed. Like let, let's be on it. People were getting ready to write the hit pieces. We were getting really ready to write the pieces that were going to be bad. Like we all were not happy. We were frustrated. People next to me were slamming binoculars. It was bad. And then Brock the, did it. And then Brock did it. I will uh <laughs> we're going to spend a lot of time on NFL today, but one of the things that just still trips me out was watching Brock wipe his hand. In the middle of that drop back, I've been saying this. That was nuts. Not good. I mean, that's crazy. I just yeah. Emil's really focusing on how that's not good. I don't understand. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, what happens is it's raining. Yes. Brock drops back for a pass. This is uh, second or last drive. I can't remember which one. Yeah, more than one occasion. Second to last. And the guy comes back, drops back, takes his right hand off the ball, wipes it on his pant Pant leg, leg. (laughs) and then goes back to throw it like. That's such a boss move He's right so there. baller for that <laughs> one. That's he sick, is. dude. That's I, sick. I, I, look, I, I am confident the Niners will bounce back this weekend. I'll be at the game tomorrow. However, I was not in love with what Brock was talking about this week. I'll just be honest there. Hater. <laughs> I, I, I saw a little twinge of doubt. A twinge of doubt. For the first time in Brock Purdy, and that scares me because his confidence is a superpower. Well, come on, man. Let's think about this. You've got your whole entire game plan, mm-hmm. and Debo's probably... 33% of the plays. He's a lot of And then yeah. you lose the guy in the middle of the game and it's raining. And now you got to only, they know that they're going to go heavy run. The uh, the defense does. Like, we're going to talk about the NFL. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about you too. Yeah. I want to talk, <laughs> talk about. I heard something big happen. Amazing. With you. We just made an announcement yesterday that we are expanding into our second location. So, True Sports Cards and Collectibles is going into a second location. We're officially in Rockland, as you know. It's 6661 Stanford Ranch Road in Rockland. That's where the True Sports Cards shop is. However, we're moving into Roseville, even though it's two miles away. Wow. Uh, into the Roseville Galleria. Wow. We are uh, coming in, and American Visions Gallery, which is an existing successful business, mm-hmm. is changing names and converting to uh, True Sports Cards, Collectibles, and Fine Art. And this is a unique and... Different situation. So where is it located? It's located in the Roseville Galleria. We've got some pretty important neighbors. Not important neighbors. How about pricey neighbors? Some fun neighbors yeah, next so, to you. So we're directly next door. We share the wall with Tiffany and company. On the other side of us is Lucky Jeans. If you go across the walkway, we've got Gucci to the immediate left. We've got Rolex right, Rolex Devon's in front of me. And then we have Apple Store to the right. Like High rollers. High rollers. High, high rollers. Which I'm hoping converts into- now, 
Let me high ask. Customer, high customer. Let me ask. Because of the high rollers next to you, is that why you're including the fine arts onto your name at the end? <laughs> because I got to I gotta have the exquisite pieces. All right. So my business partner on this particular venture is Brooks Bernardo. Mm-hmm. And Brooks is the owner. And he, he comes from a fine art background. His mom okay. has been a, a, a curator at art museums for years. And then he got involved in it. So he's really into that stuff. And uh, coming in there and, and doing this, for me, was our chance to expand and get into something unique and different for me. Now, we're going to have sports cards there, heavy sports cards, heavy memorabilia, sports memorabilia. Mm-hmm. But the new stuff that I'm going to get into are like non-sport. I don't really spend too much time in that. We have Pokemon at our store. But this is going to have like One Piece and Yu-Gi-Oh! And, Ooh. and yeah, it's, stuff that I, I don't know I used know to collect about. Yu-Gi-Oh! Did as you? a kid, so yeah. Okay. Then you might be able to help me. And then Funko. So it's oh, yeah. the largest selection of Funko Pops. In Northern California, there's over 40,000 Funko Pops that we have in inventory now. Wow. So I got to learn about this. And I'll tell you that in the autograph world, Funko Pops tend to be like some of the most popular mm-hmm. things to get signed. Yes. And I'm excited about that. AJ, who's coming from our store at in Rockland, will be the manager of that store. We have DJ, who is the um, existing manager, who's going to move into a new role. So we've got a lot of things going. We're officially launching True... Um, true collectibles and fine art that's going to be on March 1st. So the next five weeks, we're going to be converting the store over wow. into what that is. So look for that to happen. We'll, we'll keep uh, you updated with that. All right. So there's other items we have. Uh, people ask about our trade nights, which we usually have anywhere from 75 to 125 people come through our it store. It was packed. This next one we have, it's called tops hobby rip night. Put it on your calendars right now, folks. It is going to be February 24th. From 5 to 8 p.m. February 24th, it's a Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Here's what I'd like to do. And I want you to know that we're giving away free packs of Topps cards to kids that come in. We want them to have a great time. Rip, yes, Emil, raising your hand on radio, which is weird. Do I I qualify as a kid? (laughs) Kids and kids at heart. (laughs) I'm a kid at heart. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a free pack and then I'm going to look at you with judgment. Going, that's, a, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Do you want okay. Do you want a binky too while you're at Haters it? Haters are going to hate. Yeah. <laughs> $50 or more in spending in Topps Wax at my shop the night of Topps Rip Night. I will bribe you by giving you a free box Ooh. of Girl Scout cookies. Oh, that's a that's awful. My, one of my wife's best friends, her name is Renee Wood. Mm-hmm. Her daughters are selling Girl Scout cookies. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to buy a bunch of cookies for for the Tops Hobby Rip Night. So the girls there, Haley and Maddie, are going to be um, doing uh, selling Girl Scout cookies. But I've already bought a bunch. So if you spend $50 in Tops Wax products, it doesn't matter what you okay. buy, uh, we will give you a free box of Girl Scout cookies. Now, okay. my wife will not let me eat any. Well, because if you look at the sugar content on the side, it's a little high. A little, little high for us. As I'm, as I'm sitting here, just finishing a donut and drinking orange juice. So you know, don't tell my wife. Good choices. Yeah, don't tell my wife. And so um, you got a, you got an orange drink with you though. You don't even want it. It looks healthy. Yeah, look at the sugar count. Uh. Yeah, don't even read it. Yeah, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I, I'm gonna do some jump jacks. Trying to burn this off if hey, I can. As someone who drinks coffee every day, I understand you got to get it out somehow. So. Uh, we have Girl Scout cookies. We're gonna have the Thin Mints. We're gonna have the uh, peanut butter, chocolatey tagalongs. I don't know what we're gonna have, but we're gonna have cookies. I, I think I just found my Girl Scout cookie plug, though. <laughs> I think that's what I just found. All right, actively buying singles. My team and I. Uh, I'm actually going to the Fairfield Card Show as soon as we get done here on the show. I'm driving to Fairfield. My team is already out there. Pete and Donovan are out at the Fairfield Card Show. We're actively looking to buy singles. People ask me, well, what are you looking for, Emron? I'll tell you. Any 2020 to 2023 football product, particularly the rookies from each one of those classes. I'm looking for unopened wax boxes. Anything from 2018 to 2023. If you have an unopened wax box, I'm interested in buying. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in buying graded cards over 50 bucks. And then finally, I'm really open to buying junk slabs. What does that mean? That means ones that you got graded and you wish you didn't and now they're worthless. I want them. Like all your Zion base rookies. Correct. That are like five or ten bucks. No, yeah. I want those. I mean, I'm not going to pay you five or ten bucks for a five or ten buck card, but I'll pay you two to six bucks or something like that. But yeah. It's your chance to unload a lot of that bulk 
crappy inventory that you just didn't want. All right, last thing, the Sacramento Autograph Expo. As you know, we've talked about it many times. We've got Rodman, Ricky, Vlad Sr., Johnny Menzel, Jay Will. The list goes on and on. Yep, and the list will continue going on and on. People have asked, when do I get tickets? How do I get tickets? That's going to be on February 3rd. We'll have the website up and running. We'll give you details next Saturday when we are here on the show and we can talk about that. Wonderful. All right, enough about that. We're going hours straight through like we always do. Nate, you ready for this? Nate just brought in some bubbly. Uh, he did. Yeah, so it's kind of funny because I'm drinking the bubbly and I'm trying to talk on the radio. It's hard. I've Yeah, I've made that mistake yeah, man. plenty of times. Yeah. I used to, we have to read sports updates here. We used to do that and I'd be drinking it right before having just gross, weird burps during it. It's <laughs> embarrassing. It's yeah. why there's so, a yeah. mute button on there. Yeah. True sports card, the True Sports Card Show brought to you by... Yeah. <laughs> also, we're not sponsored by bubbly. Just want to throw that out there, but we could be. We could, bubbly. Bubbly. Bubbly, what's up? Hit us up. Hit us up. We'll all take the burps money. will get a lot better. Drifting nine eleven forty. Hit fill us up. Our pockets. <laughs> if you all want to join in the conversation, feel free to call us on the radio nine one six three three nine eleven forty. We'd be happy to take your call. Last week we took a call, guys. I know Dwayne. No, it was oh, Lou. It was Lou. Lou called in. Lou. Lou Rogers. He called in and wanted to know about Prism and why there are so many parallels. And I was uh, flexing my genius brain, and I. Think actually, I didn't answer. It very I, well. I mean, genius is a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, also join at the YouTube chat at Sackdown Sports if you want to be part of the conversation as well. Join in there and see our stupid faces on on the Instagram and on the uh, on the YouTube. So, let's yeah. slow down. Uh, <laughs> my face is not stupid. There are two games that are this weekend. They're kind of important. We got NFL games going on. Emil, do you know anything about these games? Are you somebody that follows football? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> All right, so here's what we want to do. We're going to play the game of will his cards go down or up? I don't know. So that was that was good. I tried. Yeah, don't ever do it again. Okay. Uh, we want to start with Ravens Chiefs. Emil, you are the yeah. NFL insider, 49ers insider. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that game, what you're looking forward to, and then let's talk about how... What players would likely be affected positively or negatively mm-hmm. with a win or loss? Let's start with Chiefs and Ravens. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest one has to be quarterbacks. Obviously, it's the most important position in football. And the biggest one isn't even probably the most name-recognizable quarterback, which is Patrick Mahomes. It's Lamar Jackson, because if he does win this game, if the Ravens do win this game, this will be the first time that Lamar Jackson has made a Super Bowl in his NFL career. And because of that, because of the MVP-like season he's having, and most likely going to be the MVP, this could be one of his biggest peaks of his career right now. When you're looking at the Ravens' side, with the exception of Lamar, there's really nobody hobby-love-wise that I could expect to go up a ton. Like you mentioned, Mark Andrews, say Flowers. OBJ is kind of... his. He's 31 years old. His cards are not going up or down. Side note, yeah. a refractor, 2014... Tops Chrome OBJ refractor for Odell Beckham Jr. Go PSA ten goes for twenty five dollars. It's still OBJ. He still had the catch, dude. It's twenty five bucks to get it graded. I look. I get. I it's get just, it. it. It's gone. I mean, he's a kind of a cult hero. Yeah, it's it's Odell Beckham. Yeah. Like that. That was especially for where the 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 world was at with social media at that time, 2014, 2015. He really was a big star on there because of his ability to grab the attention with that catch. Yeah, and then he went to then he went to the Browns, then he went to he he went to the Rams for a bit. Then he's on the Ravens. Himself. Yeah, like the hopping around really hurts hobby values for guys. Un- unfortunately the Giants, I don't know if you saw that interview, tried to sink his his career by sending him to the Browns. So that was unfortunate to see that. Kind of work hobby wise. It did. The other one that we should have been paying attention to, but it doesn't look like it's gonna affect his cards is Dalvin Cook. Yes. He signed with the Ravens about a few weeks ago, but not really seeing much he's, action. He's going to play, I think, a little bit in this game. Isn't it crazy? You go from a guy that's doing 1,400 yards a year now to, I think he's going to play a little bit. That's what you said. It's running backs. It's the it's the story of running backs. It's why yeah. you don't take one in, in the first round, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, man. All right. So the Lamar Jackson, PSA 10, 2018 Prism card. Yeah. Uh, recently sold January 26th for $365. Wow. All right. That's crazy. If Lamar gets to the Super Bowl and the hype that's been leading up this week about, they keep replaying, oh yeah, he was 30th picked in the first round and he's it's regrettable. And then when he was a free agent before he re-signed with the 
Ravens people could have picked him up and they didn't. There's a lot of like revenge conversation that's happening on ESPN and other yeah. other sports outlets. If Lamar makes it to the Super Bowl, should he make it? I truly believe yeah. that this card's going to see some serious uptick. I think anywhere from 20 to 40% increase in the next uh, two to three I weeks. mean, the biggest peak even before was January 18th. That was at 475 for the, for this card. So could we see a potential uptick even higher than that after this game if they do end up going to the Super Bowl? I think it's very much possible. So that's the Ravens side. Let's talk about the Chiefs side. The players yeah. that would actually be affected positively or negatively. Oh, let's step back for a second. Do you think that Lamar would go down in value if they don't make it? I think a little bit, yes. I, I, because I, it's it's the Lamar can't get over the hump thing. I think Lamar. Oh, that, he's not Josh Allen yet. I'm, I'm just. I'm, he, he hasn't made one yet. And again, Mahomes has been the preferable favorite in the AFC, and there's always been that pedigree of Mahomes, Lamar, Josh. I just think that Lamar is in a situation where um, he he's going to win the second MVP. He's going to win MVP Correct. this year, and. I think he kind of solidifies. So there's a difference between prices going up and people having interest in the card. Mm-hmm. I don't think the price goes down. I just think that pe- more, less people would be interested in buying it. It's just well, how. Wouldn't that in retrospect have the price go down because less de- because less not demand? Necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. I think it, I think what ends up happening is people will then start start stocking him and just kind of okay. sitting on it. I see. And there'll be you know fewer for sale, but fewer people interested in actively trying to buy him. Okay. Chief side, we've got Mahomes, Kelsey, Rashi Rice, and Pacheco. You're telling me that Pacheco is questionable? He is questionable right now. Yeah, he's listed on the injury report with an ankle and toe injury. He is questionable. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. He was limited Friday. So let's talk about the not Mahomes players. Okay. So Kelsey um, has already seen an uptick because of the social uh, or pop culture presence of Taylor Swift involved with him. Right now, the most recent sale for his 2013 Topps Chrome Refractor, that went on January 25th for $425. That's a lot of money. Yep. And then... Is that funny photo, too? Eh, it's the one where he's like, his mouth is open and he's... Yeah, he, he hates that photo. He's talked about this on his podcast, yeah. how much he hates that photo. <clears throat> so, with that said, um, do we see an uptick on Kelsey? I think he's an all-timer. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's not a question. Yeah. Um, his value yeah. is never going to go really down. No, he's going to be regarded as one of the best tight ends ever, for sure. But uh, I, him I, and Gronk, I don't, I don't see his uptick going up more so if he makes it to another Super Bowl. I see it more so going if they win a third Super Bowl. Understood, because That's, they've already been there, and we'll have that conversation once they get through. Yeah, if they get through. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one is uh, a possibility. How about Pacheco? You had mentioned Pacheco. Yes, so I he's have. Looking it up. Just, put, just looking it up right he's now. He's so underrated, Pacheco. I think it was twenty twenty two. He he runs so angry, Pacheco. dude. He runs so hard. Like, I do, I don't understand. I guess he's not putting up the numbers, but so he his, runs hard. So his he's a twenty two prism Panini prism. I'm looking at the silver. PSA the 10. silver just sold actually for eighteen dollars. So his value is very much there. If you ever you're I, seeing I, it ungraded. I'm looking at the the graded version. I see. The graded version, um, let's see here. Where am I? I lost it. Hold on. Stand by. Can we edit this out? <laughs> I lost him. Did you lose him? Where are you? Jacob Silver 10. He was 2022. All right. January 25th, a PSA 10 Silver Prism Rookie. There you go. Uh, closed at $125. Wow. So let's see how he plays. Higher knows? than I thought it'd be. Yeah, 125 on that. And... I don't know. Running backs in the Chiefs system really don't get a lot of love, which is crazy because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was yeah. uh, the starting running back until he wasn't. So Jerry, Jerry McKinnon was the starting running back until he wasn't. A, is there a reason why Clyde was no? Why was he removed? I'm asking. I he he wasn't the best in pass protection, I believe, and 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 that was kind of the issue. He's five foot three, man. <laughs> five foot three, two hundred pounds. What do you expect him to do? But it, that's a, that's the point. Is that's why we like the Checo so much because he's such a physical, violent runner that he can also be very good and hold up in pass pro. The next option is Rashi Rice. I think he's a 2023 player. He is. Uh, let's see here, Rice. Nothing like dead air, by the way. This is good. This is good. Nothing like good great radio. dead air. Yeah. Yeah, this is good radio. 2023 prison. Pres- 2023 prison. Thank you, Sayer. Yeah, there you go. Rasheed Rice. Uh, I'm looking. It's too early to see PSA stuff come out because Prism's only been out for a couple weeks. But 
Um, I'm looking at, I'm going to move over to Mosaic because I can see Mosaic. Yes. It's been around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2023 Mosaic rookie PSA 10 Rashi Rice, the Prism version. The PSA 10 went for $100. Wow. I think he has a chance to see a small uptick if they get to the Super Bowl because <clears throat> he's he looks like he's wide receiver one. That's not uh, saying too much in that offense, but yes. Which is crazy to say that with a Mahomes led offense. No, I it is. It's just this is weird the, to the me. year that the, the wide receivers are really kind of spare parts, unfortunately, for the Chiefs. It's kind of been their, their drawback and why they aren't as confident in the Chiefs advancing. So if you're not going to invest in Mahomes uh, for whatever reason, I think Rasheed Rice is a decent play. And he had a really good game against the Dolphins, I, I believe, and also played well uh, last week, too. And then let's get to our big boy Mahomes. All right, so first ballot Hall of Famer, probably already top. 12 quarterback of all time? I mean, it's his new wave goat, isn't he? That's what they're calling him. I think I think he's top 12. I can't, I'm not ready to bump Elway. Or no, bump. no, I, I, I'm i just saying he's the new age. This is the guy to, to carry the torch. Nate, That's who he is. What do you think, Nate? I mean, he could retire now or miss the playoffs for the next five years and still be first ballot Hall of Fame. I so I, I wouldn't blame you for putting him top 10. Yeah. I, I mean, era matters and stuff, too, but just the way he came in. And I was a Mahomes. It took me too long to come around on him. I was like, all right, come on. You know, something's going to happen. And the it's just... O- the only thing I hate about Mahomes is his brother. Yeah, and oh, don't maybe his wife. And I like his wife. <laughs> <That's nice>. uh, <laughs> I, um, What's she do to you? I don't know. All that annoying. stuff's just annoying. She can be a little annoying. But whatever. I don't even really I don't pay attention to it a whole lot. I just enough uh, to where it bothered you. You know, you know what's interesting, and I've had this conversation with a couple people actually this week, is that I compare Patrick Mahomes to the Steph Curry of his generation. I think that those two are very comparable in, in the in the NBA and NFL landscape of, of two players who came in and kind of changed the landscape of the. They of, move of their the same way and all that they stuff move too. The sport. They, yeah, no, like their body movement is like the, exactly. it's weird. But um, just to Mahomes let you know, is doing. Th- just to let you know, this is the True Sports Card Show here on Sac 10, 11:40. Sacktown Sports 1140. And I didn't say that. Nate did. <laughs> Their body moves are a lot of weird. Okay, I didn't say that. Yeah. Nate Littlefield said it. I didn't say it. Uh, Go I, ahead, Nate. I will take Curry's wife over uh, over Mahomes' wife any day. But well, but just to let you know, pause. they're both I, taken. I, I, uh, just, how did we edit this out? Kayla! <laughs> uh, Mahomes is doing what LeBron did that last year in Cleveland where he drug that team to the finals. He did. That's what Mahomes is doing this year, he I did. feel like, for the Chiefs. He's got him on Like, his he's back. just pulling them. So, uh, in my opinion, his stock is just going up. Even if they lose, get blown out, doesn't matter. He's done. He's done as far as never going down in value. Yeah. The expectations have already yeah. been met for him. Yeah. He's peaked, right? Yeah. yeah. I, there might be another uplift, but there's no way that it goes down. The guy's too good mm-hmm. for too long now. Um, he's basically what is this? How many uh, champion AFC championships is this? This now? is six in a row, I yeah. think. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, I mean, just to think about it, this year was the first year he had a road playoff game That's out of all those years. Unreal. Yeah, unreal to think about. And I mean, the price reflects it because I'm looking at his, his rookie Prism card, which is the the, the silver version, and that that last sold for 3.5k. I want to make sure that we're clear about this. In 2017. There was no regular version of it. So every mm-hmm. card was a silver. Yeah. So don't get it twisted, audience. If you think that you have a unique Patrick Mahomes rookie card because you have the silver version of the 2017, yep. it's it's already, they're are, all silver. There are 938 in the pop report. There, there's there's no regular version of that. So they're all silver. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why they did that. That's what they did. It's been any. So do we see Mahomes get an uptick? If they get to the Super Bowl, maybe a little bit. A little bit. As a preparation for could they win it kind of I, thing. I will tell you this too, and I'm I'm foreshadowing a little bit in the future, but if you look historically, the lead up is where the money is made, but as soon as the thing happens, mm-hmm. it either flatlines or slightly declines. Yes. Take a look. Stafford is a perfect example. When they won... The Super Bowl when the Saint, Saint I almost called them St. Louis Rams when the L.A. Rams uh, won the Super Bowl the lead up for Stafford going into the game uh, yeah. Super Bowl media week all that stuff oh, yeah. prices were going crazy and as soon as he won it tapered off it's hype so it's okay 
um, for the investment side of things. It's hype. It's just a hype. Hype plays a factor into supply and demand, and that's why people are hyped that this guy performed, and now he's going to the big game, and people are hyped about that. They want to buy into that. All right, let's talk about the other game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to... We were in a chat text the other day, and the guys were like, oh, I can't wait to see the Lions game. It's like, no, I'd rather watch the 49ers game. And they were like, but Emron, it's it's the same game. I was like, dude, sarcasm. You just... Ugh. Terrible. It's uh, I've had so many conversations this week about this stuff. They're ready. They're ready. Let's talk Niners-Lions. Yeah. All right, the spread was as much as 7.5 for the Niners. It's now down to, I saw one today at 4.5. That's correct. Yeah. Um, let's go with the Lions side of stuff. The players in question that would benefit or be hurt are going to be Goff, Jameer yeah. Gibbs, Sam Laporta, and Amal Ross St. So... Emil, based on your analysis, what are you thinking that the guys are going to, of those four players, what do you see some of the activity in the actual game? And then we'll break it down as far as what we believe might happen. Yeah, again, quarterback. It always comes down to the most important position. That's that's Jared Goff, who if they do go and win this game, he become, I believe, the fifth quarterback ever to take two teams to the Super Bowl. And that, that that's incredible. What standing. was the stat again? If Goff wins this game with the Lions, he would become, I think, the fifth or sixth quarterback ever to take a, a second NFL team to the Super Bowl. Well, that's not going to happen. Niners are going to win. But. Well, I mean, it's anything's possible. The Lions got here for a reason, right? We thought the Rams were going to beat them. Oh, I was just looking. Nate looked like he wanted to say something. I was just thinking about the other court, like Peyton Manning, uh, Kurt Warner. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they uh, asked Draper this yesterday, and he couldn't answer him, but— well, Draper doesn't have quarterbacks to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has hurt, so he went to the Super Bowl. He's an Eagles oh, fan. Oh, Brady. Yeah, Brady. Oh, he just flips around between the two? Oh, you're talking about just... He's talking about the... the oh, yeah, back I'm to thinking of listing the players. Yeah. Not, not, Dra- not Kyle Draper's... Nah, Drapes Eagles. takes up a lot of my mental thought, though, so I gotta, <laughs> you know, I gotta push him out a bit. Yeah. Shout out Drapes. All right. So. <laughs> anyway, on to Jared Goff and where he's at in the hobby value-wise. He is seeing a really nice peak right now. Uh, his last sale on his pris- on his 2016 Prism Silver, which again was the base card then, I believe, correct, Emron? In 2016, it was. It was cool. Um, it last sold for 199 dollars, uh, and that was yesterday. So that there that, was also big hold on here. Mm-hmm. If you look also, there was also one yesterday that sold for 240, there and was. there was another one that sold yesterday for 222. Yeah. So it's seeing an uptick. I mean. The world outside of the Niners mm-hmm. nation is rooting for the Lions. Oh, yeah. Dan Campbell, I think, won head coach of the year yesterday, or is wasn't, about to. Wasn't announced. Wasn't announced. It, it will be announced, I believe, at honors. It's almost impo- It's not possible that the guy doesn't win. I mean, it's possible. Who's who's going to get Kyle's it? Kyle's also a finalist. Kyle Shanahan. It's amazing he hasn't won a coach of the year yet. Coach of the year is when you take a team that's not expected to do well, and you do really well. I agree. Mike Brown is a great case of that. For yeah. the Kings. Brian Dable last year with the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. We're not supposed to, but then you did. Dan Campbell is going to be that guy. And I'm gonna, strangely enough, I'm going to be in Vegas for Honors Week next week. Are you really? The next week? Two weeks from now. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. I'm doing okay. a an event. It's kind of crazy. I'm flying in and out same day, February 8th. Yeah. I'm going to be going to doing a top golf event, and I have multiple. There's going to be multiple players yeah. there. Woodson, Charles, and Rod oh, will yeah. both be there. Uh, Belitnikov. Some other people will be there. I'm excited about that. And then we're going to go eat dinner at the Angry Crab. Nice. And there's a few players that will be joining us for that. And then I'm flying home that night. Cool. So we'll, we'll potentially see you out there. Yeah, out. let's say hi. We'll, yeah, we'll come say know. hi yeah. if, if the Niners do win. We'll come be out join there. us at the Angry Crab. Yeah, with, you, <laughs> with, with, with Rod business, and Charles, yeah. My business partner, uh, Shane Westholter, is the part owner of that place. So I sit down, I eat the crab, and then I go home and I want to like die because I feel... I eat so much crab. I love crab. <coughs> this is all you can eat, I think. <clears throat> all right. I don't know why I'm coughing. I apologize. Come on, Okay, everyone. so Goff, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Amon Ra. I think that Sam Laporta has seen a nice uptick in, in interest yes. as well as his uh, rookie cards going up. I just think that Amon Ra is going to get that love. I can see it. There's no, there's no way that the Lions go through without Amon Ra having a good game. Agree. He has to break he out. He has to. He has to break out. And he'll be shadowed mainly by Javarius Ward and Diamador Lenore uh, tomorrow. And so that's going to be a really fun matchup to watch for sure. Do we have any injuries in the Niners secondary? No. The Niners have their healthiest clean of bill 
pretty much all season. Only Oren Burks, their third their, their third linebacker, is questionable with a shoulder injury. Who? Oren Burks? I like, I like Oren Is that Burks. a real person? Yes, that's a real it person. It is, yeah. Okay, I didn't I mean can't to confirm. I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah. He's actually a solid player. He, he plays the Aziz Al-Shair role that Aziz played last year, and he's done a very admirable Third drop. inside linebacker. Um, especially good. with Demetrius Flanagan fouls as well, too. Another great name. Yeah. DFF. Nothing beats Jaquaski Tart. Yeah. Jaquaski Tart? Jaquiski. Jaquiski? Jaquiski? I think it's Jaquaski. Is it Jaquaski? Yes. Look at you. Because Q. Yeah, well, it's my favorite team ever. <laughs> no, I not you. Them. Look at Emron. Oh, oh. Emron okay. got it right. Oh. I know. I know lots of these things. <laughs> I know. I know. What was that? I know lots of these things. <laughs> All right. I don't, remember when I used to be nervous on the radio? Now I say the most yeah. stupidest stuff. It comes with time. You realize it's just. We're just hanging out. Yeah, just talking. Just happen to be on the radio. Purdy, Kittle, Bosa, Debo, Ayuk, and Warner are the players for the Niners that would see some hobby effectiveness one way or another. Ayuk maybe too? I said Ayuk. Okay, cool. All right. See, that's part of it. Having a co-host that listens to all everything I say. Making sure um, you got all of them. We're taking applications right now. Purdy, Kittle, Bosa, Debo, Ayuk, and Warner. Okay, let's start with defensive players. First of all, what are your thoughts on the Niners and what they're going to need to win? And then who are the players that are going to be involved in the the win itself? Who are going to be the most um, important players of the win? It's going to be the, the, the front four on defense and setting that, that edge and stopping the run for Jameer Gibbs. And they allow Jameer Gibbs to go off, especially with David Montgomery, as well as a change of pace back, both of them being change of paces for the Lions. It's going to be a long day for the, for the Niners. They have to stop the run, and they haven't been able to the last few weeks. They allowed Aaron Jones and the Packers to run all over them, 18 carries for 108, including that 53-yard that almost with a touchdown. The Niners have to stop the run. If they stop the run and, and dominate the line, of tra- the, the, the line of scrimmage, they will have a successful day. If not, it'll be another close game like we saw last week. And so that that's who I'm really looking at on the defensive side of the football to elevate their game, like guys like Chase Young, Nick Bosa, those guys that they have a big game could see an uptick. <clears throat> so let's step back for a second. With the exception on that 53-yard run that Aaron Jones did, was it like some freak block to where they, he got free? How did that happen? Nate's, There's Nate's, a lot of slippage going on in that game. Logan There's Ryan several made, touchdowns yeah. given up, or <laughs> at least one touchdown, several big plays, I should say, given up due to the conditions. Because 106 isn't a big deal to me if 53 of it came on one play. So yeah. if you think about that, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. 106 is 106. But if you take away the 53, that's half the amount. And if the yeah. Niners contain them with the exception of that one run, then I feel pretty good about that. It's not terrible. They did for the most part. Okay. And now, they contain Love, too, who can move as well. Right. He didn't really run at all. And they didn't sack him, though, at least. But Yeah. They got yeah. a lot of pressures. So when it comes to the hobby, Bosa and Warner are obviously the ones that have the most hobby love. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Bosa. Everybody loves Warner. They do. There's actually a, 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 a projected stat. Excuse me, a projected bet. I'm not a better, um, but the bet was 12 to 1, um, meaning bet $1 and get 12 for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I know you know. I'm telling the audience. Okay. Um, that Warner would get an interception. So if you bet 100 bucks, you'll get 1200 if Warner gets an interception. They think that Goff is going to throw down in the middle a little bit more than usual to the Laportas and to the you know the checkdowns and um, I just don't see hobby love financially for Bosa or Warner. Okay, it's defensive players. They just yeah, you know I get it. It doesn't translate from real life awesomeness to hobby love awesomeness. I get it. Um, all right. So where's Debo's arm at? His shoulder. Great. Debo is great. Debo Debo talked to the media for the first time all week yesterday. He has been fully cleared with no restrictions to play in this game. And that was a bit of concern going into it because he did miss most of the Packers game with what he had initially thought was another fractured shoulder to his left shoulder, which he had suffered week six against the Browns. It is not that. It was more of a deep bruise. So he is fortunate because of that. And he will go into (coughs) it with no restrictions. And what do I mean by that? I mean that basically they asked Debo yesterday. You know, you play a physical style of football. How are you going to protect yourself? He cut off the reporter. I ain't protecting nothing. Debo is fired up, and he's going to play physical football and looking to go smash mouth against the Lions, especially with Sidney Gardner-Johnson on the other side. So we got Ayuk as well. How, the other two guys, Kittle and Ayuk, healthy? Yes. No issues? Everyone is healthy except for pretty much Oren Burks. And we already told you, that that is the game-changing uh, player of... I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. So Ayuk, Kittle... Uh, and then, of course, our boy Purdy, 
who you were pretty critical about pre-show. We were talking about this. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, hey, I've been critical all week. Gonna hate. I've been critical. I've been critical all week about Brock Purdy because I, to, I after the game, especially, and Nate knows this, and Nate was mad at me about this. I gave Brock Purdy a three out of ten for his performance against the Packers. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. The guy that won. The guy that won. Okay, so he doesn't even get a five. I changed it to a five because I was being too harsh. I understood that. But at the end of the day, Brock Purdy was not playing to his standards. He wasn't playing good football, and not only that. He was looking for the home run ball like he was against the Ravens. And what did that end up being? Four interceptions that game. As long as Brock Purdy plays in the system and trusts that his options are going to be there and doesn't look for the home run every single time, he can do it on occasions, but he has to be able to work it in the offense. We're just, we're, we're just very lucky that um, defensive backs for the Packers can't catch. Correct, because he almost had two pick sixes. Jeez. And, that, and that, that's the point I'm trying to get across is that Brock Purdy was extremely fortunate not to cost the Niners early on in that game. And that's why I hope I'm hoping for this week he bounces back. I think he will in dry conditions. <clears throat> With that said, how is this going to affect it? So here's what I believe: I don't think if Purdy throws zero touchdowns or if he throws three touchdowns, it's going to matter uh, financially in the scheme of uh, his hobby value. Yeah. If they go through, it's going up. It always yeah. If they get through, it's going up. It is. <clears throat> because today we're—I mean, tomorrow we're having the number one pick from the 2016 draft yep. against Mr. Irrelevant last pick of the 22 draft. So what a story! Yeah, I mean, either way, Lions or Niners that get through, um, it's going to be a story, mm-hmm. and they're going to be rooting. The America's going to be rooting for the NFC team. Yes, I think. I hope that they're rooting for the Niners if they get through, um, because it's weird. It's- Niners and Chiefs. <clears throat> normally outside of their areas are probably the most hated. Yeah. Well, now the Cowboys are the most hated. Cowboys are also the most yeah. hated, yeah. Um, but people are not the biggest Chiefs fans right now. They no. just don't like it. I, I think they think there's too much superfluous. Too much Taylor word? Swift? Too much Taylor Swift going on. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so no, I get it. I think that, you know who we really didn't talk about was Kittle and the effectiveness of Kittle. We didn't. Now, Kittle's rookie year is 2016, which is a unique year because you don't really see too many Kittle autographs. Excuse me, uh, rookie cards. Uh, I'm going to look real quick, or maybe you can. I am looking right now. <coughs> I'll be busy over here coughing. Emron, are you okay over there? Dude, I'm, it's it's this bubbly who we're not sponsored by. The, the bubbly uh, making you go off Yeah, right we're, not, we're not sponsored What's by What's going bubbly. on, Emron? Just, I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> uh I don't know why. His sales, again, it was a weird year in 2016. His, his sales are kind of not really showing up right now in the filters for some reason. Maybe so, I'm wrong about that year. Maybe. I don't, uh, let me look he wasn't. Here. Wait, no, he wasn't in 2016. He was 17. That's what I said. said I just made that up. You said I, I'm wrong. You, yeah, you threw you threw me off just Correct. now. So that, see, I'm ready. I don't even think I was I said Ayuk. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's in Phoenix. That's his rookie. Yes. So 2017 Panini Phoenix. He was in Phoenix, yes. P H O E. I'm seeing it right now. I X. Kittle rookie. Kittle rookie. By the way, right now Jason Ross is disappointed in me. He's like, you guys are so unprepared. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking right now. Yeah. Rookie Phoenix. I got it. PSA 10. I only see colored versions of it. I only see. Yeah, I see one right here though. Actually, I see one. 150. Yep. Oh shoot! Look at when that sold. June one of twenty twenty three. There was one actually. The twenty seventeen. This is just the rookie card from Phoenix. It was sold January fifteenth for sixty five dollars. Grab your kittles. Grab your kittles. Yeah, I really believe that. Grab your if, kittles. If we get through, kittle will uh, have a big game. Yeah. Well, if they, yeah, I, I think that it's going to. They be will need every single two person of in this the game. Th- two of the three have to have a big game, especially Debo, considering their linebackers, the Lions, are not very good, and Kittle should be able to exploit that. Okay, there you have it. Let's do some predictions. By the way, I went four for four the last time that we predicted. You did, and I was close to the to the points as well. Uh, I'm I'm a savant. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, here we go. Chiefs Ravens. Emil, give me the prediction and final score. Yeah. Look, <coughs> Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. It's written in the stars. No, 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 no. The Ravens are going to win this game. Okay. Let's, be, let's be honest here. The Ravens, they're the best team in football right now. They are the hottest team in football. Lamar Jackson's the MVP. I see this going to end up about 28-20 uh, Ravens. 
Nate Littlefield, Ravens Chiefs. What are your beliefs on who wins in the score? I'm kind of feeling like the Ravens are gonna shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. Ooh. I know all the hypes around the Ravens, all the conspiracies around the Ravens because the logo or whatever. But I just think the Chiefs are so annoying. They just can't deal with being in the spotlight or not being in the spotlight. So I I don't know. Like you watch the Bills blow it against the Chiefs. Just it seemed like mental errors, mental mistakes with yeah. them. I feel like that could happen with the Ravens. So I'm gonna go um twenty four twenty Chiefs. Fair. That's close game, but yeah. Probably I, wrong. I am also on the Chiefs. I think that the Chiefs pull it out. I think that uh, they have a way of making sure that they manage the clock correctly. And while I believe that Lamar may run wild, I think that um, the Chiefs just somehow figure it out. They always do. They do. do. So annoying. I don't like them. They they, they might be annoying, but they are Can't champions it. for a reason. Ugh. I'm going to go with Chiefs uh, 24-21. And I think that it's just one of those scenarios where I think Mahomes figures it out. And but the only thing that I would tell you that I do believe uh, may come into play is that both kickers on both sides are awesome. So yes. you have Her- Harrison Butker, Butker, and for the Chiefs, and you have the goat of kickers, Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker, on the other side. I think he's the best kicker of all time. I think he's past Vinatieri at this oh, point. Yeah. And I just feel like. Missed field goals are not going to be an issue unless it's like 55 yarders or longer than There's that. Weird weather conditions, but I don't think but they're expecting these this guys weekend. just don't miss field goals. They just don't. Yeah. And so I think that's where we're at. Niners Lions. Start with, uh, I'll start with you first, Nate. What are your thoughts? <laughs> As I, if you're going to choose um, anything but Niners. Yeah, but maybe my choice will surprise <laughs> you or probably not. Oh. I just think that the Lions are going to hit a wall. I think the Niners are back after that tough week for them. No weather conditions. Pressure's on the Niners to win. Three NFC championships in a row. I think it's just let's go. It's Jared Goff. They know how to beat Jared Goff. The Lions defense is not great. I think the Lions are going to feel like if they get a uh, you know, uh, either a three and out or force the Niners to punt or turn what should be a touchdown into a field goal in the red zone. The Lions are going to take that as a win, and that's not a big <coughs> enough win to get the actual win and beat the 49ers. So I think the Niners take it to them like 34 to 20 or something. I nice. think I, I really do think that. I hope <laughs> I'm not jinxing them or anything, but that's just how I feel. Yeah, I actually yesterday on, on with the with the drive guys, I had the exact same score prediction. Nate, I had thirty four twenty. I'm gonna change it a little bit. What did you have it on our show? I thought it was thirty four twenty. That's what I did. I thought, whatever. Maybe we're on the same boat. We're we're in the same boat. I'm yeah. gonna be a little bit kinder to the Lions because I do think the Lions can keep up with them. I just think, and I could see it being a close game at halftime. I could see it being seventeen thirteen. I really could because this is how this has happened for the the, the Niners over over the last few games. But I think that their ability to pull away and their resilience, especially at home, is what's going to be the difference here. And like Nate has said with Jared Goff, the Niners have a formula to beat him. He's not a very mobile quarterback, very similar to Jimmy Garoppolo that way, where if you get him off his stand, he really struggles and makes mistakes. I expect that to happen as well. I'm going to go 34-23 Niners. Here's what I've seen since since Christmas Eve. The Lions' wins have been 30-24. They lost to the Cowboys 20-19. They won against the Vikings again, thirty to twenty. Wild card twenty four to twenty three, and then Bucks last week, twenty three to thirty one. Even in their wins, they're close, mm-hmm. right? They're not they're not more than a one score win in most cases. Yes. So the Lions are good at hanging around. I'm with Nate. I think that they're going to smoke the Niners are going to smoke them in the sense of just overwhelming them with mm-hmm. the offense. What I really hate, and maybe I'm wrong, guys, because you guys watch the games a lot tighter than I as a as industry experts mm-hmm. um, or NFL experts. I just feel like Kyle just gets kind of wimpy when they get a lead. Like, I want him to just go, keep scoring, get yeah. crazy on him, like dominate. And he, he tends to play prevent offense. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're not. 
This has been a criticism of Kyle for a couple of years now. <clears throat> Nate, like, Nate, Nate knows very well. And it creates a, it creates an environment to where you're only one or one and a half scores, and I'm half. I mean by like ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you're you're less than two touchdowns up on a guy, and you're just letting off the gas. Nate, you want to say something? I can see it. Yeah, it's just. I, I mean, that's a fair criticism. It's. I mean, everyone when you think of Shanahan. A lot of people go to the Super Bowl offensive coordinator for the Falcons, twenty-eight uh, to three. He played prevent offense, right? Yeah. There was some sort of stat like if they would have just taken a knee every drive and just ran out ran the out clock, clock, they would have had a better chance of winning. I yeah, I mean, I think he got out of his own head in the uh, last week's game. Something happened, something clicked with everyone, and it just worked. Uh, you could tell there was relief from Shanahan in the post game, for sure. Coming off that, I I don't I don't doubt what you're saying, but I think if they get that lead, I think they're just going to hold on. I mean, do you do you guys remember the last time they played the Lions? No, two years ago was Week One, I believe. Two years ago, Dan Campbell's they, first game in they charge. crushed them, or they were up by a lot. The Niners were up by a lot and let Detroit right back in at the very end with multiple touchdowns. And part of, partly was because Jason Verrett tore his ACL towards the end of the game, so there was like a like a shock, like ever, like a blow to the chest. Like you yeah. watch your friend go down after a whole yeah. preseason, all that, all the camp, all that. But that fear is there, and I'm sure that's in their heads a little bit. A lot of those guys are, are still there. So just... Just be cautious, you know. Just just put your foot on the throat and just take them out. <laughs> 35-14 Niners. Okay. Wow. I think that they hold them. Yeah. I think Goff chokes in the moment. Uh, I like Goff as a player. I don't like him going against our team. Yeah. You heard me, 35-14. And I have some Lions news, actually, coming across Which my desk what? right now. Oh, the there line, are injuries, too, the, on their line. Yeah, they also, without Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnar, their all-pro center, is also banged up as well. So yeah. they do have injuries there. These guys won't miss a game. Jonah Jackson's out. Okay. But Frank Ragnar's going to play through it. Um, <coughs> the Lions are not activating Zach Ertz off their practice squad. They are keeping uh, him weird. on the— Interesting. He Why worked, do they bring him on? I, I, that's, I guess he's not ready with the offense, hmm. is my thing. Zach Ertz. No, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just, it's, Zach a, it's a notable yeah. name. People know who that is. Side note, my fantasy football team, I used to have Zach Ertz when he played for the uh, Eagles. The Cardinals? For the Eagles. Oh, I Eagles, had him way yeah. back when. And I had the best fantasy football name ever. Want to hear it? Yes. My ball, Zach Ertz, was the name of my <laughs> Nice. Was the name, nice. of, was the name of my team. It's really good. That's excellent. Okay, we've, we've now been really canceled. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's, that's, that's great. All right, let's, that's really let's, good. Let's, let's move on. All right, so now that we've gotten through all that, yeah. let's quickly talk about the Warriors and Kings game. What an awesome game that was the oh, other day. God. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, talk about heart attacks. Look, I love my Niners. I followed the Niners since I was a little kid, uh, but I'm diehard Kings fan. As am I. Uh, I have a lower back tattoo of the Kings. I'm that could or could not be true. Uh, confirm or deny? Cannot confirm or deny because I can't see it. Can't see it. <laughs> um, what a game! Warriors Kings are the new rivalry. There's no more um, no more Lakers stuff. We don't need the Lakers stuff. They're just a bunch of old men running around in shorts. It's LeBron. We're know. talking about real real rivalry. Uh, Warriors Kings multiple times now this year, which they don't consider a rivalry or something. I, I well, heard a weird report from De'Aaron; he doesn't really consider it a rivalry. Well, they they're no longer playing in the regular season this uh, for this year. They've already ex- all four all four have been completed, and <clears throat> De'Aaron is in a slump, but it's not a terrible slump, but it's terrible for De'Aaron's slump. Yes, and it's noticeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some injury issues potentially. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I know that we're the home of the Kings, so I don't want to start any false rumors. But I will tell you that uh, it's just noticeable. Yeah. But you know what's good is that when we have a player that's in a slump, <coughs> having two other players step up, thank goodness. Yeah. Our boy, the the uh, Red Velvet. Yes. Kevin Herter. Kayvon. Kayvon is actually playing a decent amount and a decent way. And more importantly, Harrison Barnes. Oh, my gosh. Again, I, it doesn't translate to hobby love. His cards are not going to go up or down. But Harrison Barnes, two back-to-back 30-point games. What the can, heck? Can you explain to me why when Harrison Barnes gets cooking, he reminds me of like a prime Kawhi Leonard? 
Don't from the mid range. He has like this hottest take on the show. He has like this weird turnaround game that like mimics Kawhi of like, okay, I see where people like you on as a talent on the team. They go, they go, uh, Emron, I'm so sorry, your your show's been canceled. I said, what happened? Was it the fancy football name? No, no. Emil Emil compared Harrison Barnes to Kawhi Leonard. I don't know. I just see the similar games and how they play in the mid range. When, when especially when Harrison gets cooking, like it's shots oh. you would not want to take. <laughs> That's the Black you. Falcon. What's the noise? Have you heard that? That's the G-Man doing the Black Falcon car. Oh, I thought you were doing it with your own mouth, but that's a sound bite. Yeah, it's okay, a Okay, I'm going to be quiet. Have. Do it again. That's the G-Man on the Gary radio. Gary Gerald. During, the, during a broadcast, when, uh, I think he hit a three or something. This might have been last year, and he, he dropped the Black Falcon car. Even Je- even Jess, yeah, I know. In the, in the Look, YouTube chat, it's, it's, is saying it's hyperbole. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I'm watching them last night, looking, and I'm like, man, I get why we signed you to a multi-year deal because you can. Ha- you're just so efficient from the mid-range when you're on. Quick question before we move on to the final segment, which is going to talk quickly about the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, for baseball, do the Kings make a trade? Yes, they have to. And. A lot of doom and gloom around here about that. They have to. People are feeling they're not going to. It, is the doom and gloom that because they're not going to? Yes, I think people are sad that they're not going to do anything. Oh, boy. That, the feeling is they're not going to. I th- that's kind of my general uh, <laughs> no, I'm doom and gloom. Cons- consensus from doing all these shows here. We have a responsibility as the home of the Kings to not start uh, to get aggregated into comments that we didn't vet completely. But let me just ask you this question. I'm not going to ask who, but would either one of you want a starter traded in order to improve the team? Yes. Who Who's the starter? Because I can't tell what the rotation's right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're still keeping the same five for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a couple. I mean, there's... There's two names. Yeah. There's two in the starting lineup for sure. There's two in the starting lineup. I know, but... That can move. We're definitely not going to say Harrison and Kevin Herter. We're not going to say that, right? Oh, no. We're not going to say that. Not those two. And I actually... uh, if I'm being for real now, I need Malik to be on this team for a few more years with Fox. I Malik Monk is the heart and soul of this team. He loved, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to pay him. Hopefully, he wants to stay. We'll see. I think of course he, he does. wants to stay. I think he does. He yeah. likes being a king. Co- yeah. Of course, he loves to stay. All right, let's finish this out. How much time do we have left, Nate? You got about two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, good. All right, very just quick. enough time for baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, while Emran tries to recover there, because that was great. Oh, God, that was funny. Uh, So, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer have made the Hall of Fame that was announced this week. They're 2024 Hall of Fame inductees. All three very, very important players for their era. Adrian Beltre had the most votes at 91.1, and Joe Maurer had the least amount at 76.1 of the vote. But but, uh, the one that you're going to want to collect there is Adrian Beltre. I'll tell you where we're at. This 1997 Bowman Chrome PSA 10 went for has been going for 335 to 350 dollars. In August of 20 uh, August 27th of last year, that same card was going for 230 dollars, a 100 dollar increase in value on that card. I'll tell you right now, uh, Beltre is now known as one of the top third basemen of all time, mm-hmm. and uh, just an exciting time for the Beltre, Helton, yeah. and Maurer families. Yes. Here we are. We're, I've got to get in the car. I'm going to go to Fairfield for the Fairfield Car Show. I'll be Sounds there all fun. day today. Thank you so much, Mill. It's good to have you and Nate back in the studio. We'll be back next week live yet again, February 3rd at 10 a.m. Pacific time for those of you listening on the app somewhere in the world other than Pacific time zone. <laughs> so for Emron, Emil, and Nate, thank you so much for listening to True Sports Card Show here on Sacktown Sports 1140. See you next week.